other day I was on Wisdom, uh, Wisdom app, and I was sharing all about the prophet, being a prophet, knowing that you are a prophet. Um, And I run down some of those signs. So, for example, usually you have some type of story, right? Some type of challenge, some type of major adversity. Um, And that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily be poor, right? Like, being poor may be a part of your journey, but you don't have to be poor or poverty-stricken your entire journey. Um... In addition to that, please excuse the noise. I'm in New York City and it is like always super noisy out here. In addition to poverty, uh, usually you have some type of familial generational curses. You know, uh, maybe people being unmarried, people not staying married, unhappy marriages, uh, cheating, divorce, all kinds of stuff like that. And on top of that, it could just be a bunch of like sub reasons beneath that. So let's say, for example, the men in your family don't step up to the plate. They don't really step into being men, men of God fully, right? Um, It could be possible that they just give up. You know, they go through the seasons of life and let's say, you know, consistently getting locked up or consistently having children and leaving them whatever the story is is like the men maybe in your family doesn't step up and the same thing for women right um we've seen women have a rise in their masculine energy uh in order to survive and to protect themselves right however when it comes to a relationship um it's like today because we're living and drowning in generational curses a lot of our men act like women and a lot of our women act like men and because this is so out of order how do we get people to the altar right and if we do get them to the altar how do we get them to keep the promise at the altar okay so those are just like very minuscule uh, signs, right? Um, you could even have to move, you know, maybe you've relocated from your hometown where you were born. Um, maybe you found out some great truth about your family. Maybe they're not really your family. Um, your family could have betrayed you, right? Sold you into slavery, or if it's today, just abandoned you. Right, totally abandon you. Um, all of those trials that I mentioned were some of the trials of biblical prophets. Right, um, having a sincere disbelief, maybe sometimes even in your own gifts, your own capabilities, your own self, maybe feeling suicidal, maybe uh, continuously running from elevation running from your awakening process, seeing synchronicities, seeing number signs, um, definitely being some form of religious. You could be Catholic, Christian, Hebrews, like whatever. If you're called, you're called, but you're usually exposed to some type of religion, okay? Um, 
And obviously, it makes sense because religion is a major part of the beginning process, right? Like in order for you to understand what it means to be a chosen one, you need to be familiar with the stories of other chosen ones. I thought that now would be a great time since it's one o'clock to come outside and record, but obviously it's just not. <laughs> so please pardon the noise again. Um, yeah, so those are like some of the signs. Again, number synchronicity of being a part of your awakening journey, seeing numbers like 1111, whatever the repeating number pattern is, whatever those angelic numbers are, it's a part of the initiation process, okay? Then, usually you have at least one person that serves as a catalyst on your journey. Usually that person is someone who is also called. So you'll meet somebody who's very awakened to the fact that like this world is an illusion. Um, you know, we, we're all God's children. We all have to go back to God, you know, serve God in all of our ways and like really just rebirth ourselves. Now, my catalyst, my catalyst was called, but my catalyst chose uh, to not walk the walk, at least not right now. You know, maybe later on in life, but I don't know. This I know now is the time for people to awaken to them being a prophet of the Most High. So I don't know if you could just like just not answer at all, you know. But um, yeah, my catalyst, for example, did not uh, finish the awakening process. My catalyst got stuck in addictions, um, got stuck in fa familial patterns and actions and consequences. You know, it, it was it's really sad, but many are called if you are chosen. So usually you then begin to really see yourself. Like once you learn that the world is an illusion, you as a prophet then begin to really say, well, what part of the illusions am I still playing in? What part of the illusions is still a major part of my life? You know, what part of illusions were passed down in my family generation after generation? And because you call attention to it, the universe, God, your angels, the divine ones, your ancestors, they all respond to you. They respond. And they'll begin to show you you know, hey, there's an alcoholism problem here. There's a sex addiction problem here. There's a lying problem here. There's a cheating problem here, right? And after you acknowledge it, then the universe will begin to send you tests. So you can have many, many, many tests, many karmic tests. Karmic meaning it, this relationship, this circumstance, this situation has to be balanced out in some way, shape, or form. There's some type of karmic debt here, right? So let's say, for example, if you're on a spiritual awakening and you're with someone who is just like really 
stuck in their ways, really doesn't get it, really doesn't understand God, really doesn't understand their purpose and how they can contribute to the world, uh, the world's betterment. Um, and that, and in that case, you'd be with someone considered a karmic. All right, and this person is going to teach you lessons over and over and over again until you get it right. Look, 999 on this license plate. So that makes me feel like I've completed my karmic lessons. But um, yeah, so you're going to continuously run into this person, sometimes even this spirit in different people. So for example, for me, I had a problem with vulnerability, right? Coming from a strong Black African-American uh, family who is dominant matriarch, dominant women being in charge, women running homes by themselves. I didn't know that in order for me to break a generational curse in regards to finding a husband of my own, I had to learn to be vulnerable. So every relationship that I would get in, it was to teach me like, okay, yeah, maybe this person really is a dickhead, but you cannot continue to bottle in all these feelings, all these emotions, all this pain, all this trauma, right? Like you need to express it. If that person made you cry, then you fucking cry, fuck them. They need to know how you feel. Not just you arguing or you being defensive or you being mad, like that doesn't solve anything. You need to be vulnerable if you want a true, genuine relationship, right? So my karmics would all teach me the same thing, you know? Also, I had an abandonment wound from my parents, from them just like up and leaving me. And all my karmics, ironically, would come into my life and do the same. Like the condition, it's like either they would abandon me in some way, shape or form, like just disappear, or they just would prefer to be with other people, uh, other friends, family, like, they did not want to make a solid home with me. Um, and if it wasn't that, the circumstances between me and them would be so bad that I'd have to abandon the relationship, which is why I had like a ghosting problem, you know, because it was like, I didn't know how to express how I felt. And if I did express how I felt because this person is karmic and they don't get it, it was like a waste of my breath with them but for me it was everything I needed so that's how I know like when I do find like that right person per se it won't be karmic it will just be it will just exist things will be very smoothly you know this person won't lie they won't cheat they won't steal they won't do anything demonic because I have no more lessons to learn so why would I keep entertaining people to be my long-term partner who has these traits then I'm gonna suffer for the rest of my life right like no that's that's not the way it's, it's for you to go through things to learn from them so that you don't make this mistake anymore and break that generational curse because if you don't right if you don't then you'll notice that this situation will continuously reappear in your life. 
over and over and over again all throughout the years different people it, it doesn't matter um in addition to being a prophet it's, it's yes it's 100% about your own healing but even during your healing you still have the power and gifts to heal other people so for example for me some people are healed by my story healed by having someone to relate to someone who resonates um with pain with trauma uh in addition to that also sometimes it's just my presence just me being around somewhere being around a group of people you know would have a very healing effect and sometimes that healing effect would even be like chaos and drama you know because if you think about it when you're trying to heal something with the salt of the earth it does kind of burn and sting a little bit before it starts to heal right it's like it has to disinfect first and that's what my presence does when a lot of people meet me i'm a i'm a lot of people's catalyst you know i have my catalyst <laughs> and then i became a catalyst for others but a great thing about me is that since i am committed to my journey committed to my growth and my elevation committed to my service to the lord as a prophet i continuously grow so those who i did serve as their catalyst for the most part we remain close or somewhat cordial and i am able to help them throughout the process um as a prophet you also deliver messages right uh messages that are from the most high some prophets dream dreams i'm not really a dreamer i can't lie i have a vision um like for example once i had a vision of the three days of darkness coming to new york city and i think i had this vision like 2 years ago when i was really 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 religious um fasting a lot reading scripture a lot living by religious rules and guidelines um and that's not to say that you have to like if you're a prophet you're a prophet like it is what it is um however what i would notice is that the dreams was just crazy like they were non-stop and i know a lot of people who actually dream dreams as their gift like they're able to see people places and things in their dreams and um that'll be like their way of helping others you know maybe they'll dream people maybe they'll dream you know a wedding maybe they'll dream some type of prophecy and they use that prophecy then to tell that person or tell those people like hey I saw you in my dream you know I know you're going to get married I know you're going to heal I know you're going to have a baby whatever right um some prophets are to st- just study the word of God that's just that's what you're supposed to do study the word of God be the judge of what is now Israel right since the entire world is concerned in Israel underneath the blood of Jesus Christ um some prophets is just to teach Israel 
like, you know, there's a better way. You have to live your life better. You have to live your life correct. Um, you have to do what's right by God, you know. What's right by God is to love and serve other people, other other uh, beings a part of mankind. Um, yeah, so that's my kind of profit job, I guess. It was for me to learn scriptures very well with the assistance of the Holy Spirit, which I did get when I fully, truly accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And um, the Holy Spirit guided me from the beginning to the very end of the Bible. Um, I became obsessed with biblical canon. So I read Book of Enoch, uh, portions of Book of Jasher, portions of Book of Thomas, Book of Mary Magdalene. I mean, I've, I've read numerous scripture and have been able to tie it all back to the Holy Scriptures. So yeah, something is a little tainted with, but the Holy Spirit helps you to differentiate, okay? And it's not, it's not major. It's not major. Um, you also have other prophets who, again, minister, you know, speak into people's lives. You know, they could just touch someone's hand and be like, you're gonna get married. You're gonna, you're gonna get that new job. You're gonna open a, a very successful business. You're gonna be a, you know, a millionaire or you're gonna like, right? They just know, they just feel it in their spirit. So what I'm trying to say is, is that all prophets have some form of gift from the divine to help others along their journey, to help guide and inspire others, to reprove others to heal and uplift others. That is the job of a prophet. Now, is it an easy job? Shit. No, because sometimes you don't want to. You don't want to change sometimes as a prophet. Sometimes you're so overburdened on your own journey that you don't even have the strength to help nobody else on their journey either. So being a prophet is not, it's not easy. And especially when we live in a world just like just like our forefathers who were prophets or our foremothers who were prophets, we live in a world where people are just like really evil and wicked and don't give a fuck about nothing. They don't care to change. They stay stay there of God. You know, they'll go to church, they'll do all this stuff, but when it's time to really act and move like somebody who believes in God, they fail horribly. You know, that they're not very truthful. They, and even then, it's like, you know, lots of lying Christians, lots of stealing Christians, lots of de- deceiving Christians. That's, that's not of God. Our God is not the author of confusion. But because, again, a lot of people don't want to deal with that, especially if you are a prophet trying to extract yourself from out of that type of shit then you're not really gonna want you're not really gonna want to be bothered by it bothered by these things that bring you back down while you're trying to elevate you know pull you back down it's a lie you know i can't lie i can't lie and act like you know it's this glorious task because yes in a, in a very 
high spiritual way it is a very glorious divine mystical like fanatical time of an amazing gift I mean your bloodline chose you especially if you're listening to this your bloodline literally chose you to do this everyone knew that it would be you other people in your family were called but none of them was chosen because maybe none of them was as strong as you as capable as you and God knew that you were ordained a prophet before God formed you in your mother's womb and you are highly protected no matter what type of situations uh, you get exposed to you're highly protected the Lord says, touch not my anointed ones. Right? So, <laughs> that means there's dire consequences when people try to fuck with you, when people try to distract you off your path or distract the people who you're trying to, you know, get on the good path. There's consequences. God sees everything. You know? And then you also begin to know that that saying God knows my heart is so much deeper than what people think it means, which is why a lot of people commit sins against themselves because they think that God is just like, oh yeah, you know, you can sleep with that woman's husband. You know, you're a good person. You can do that. No, no the fuck you can't. No. But that's what Christianity teaches that you could do whatever you want and then just pray and repent and then you're gonna be okay to go and do it again. Well, then you never repented if you're doing it again. True repentance means to turn your foot away from sin. Not indulge in sin, not continuously lie, not continuously cheat and steal. Cause then what are you doing? You're setting your own soul on fire. I don't know, I mean that in all the horrible ways. But we are under Christian delusion. That's why we have Catholic priests who are supposed to be chosen, touching little boys, and then praying on Sunday, like everything is all good. That's crazy. Right? So we have to really step it up. We got to step it up. And that's why all these prophets are being awakened right now more than ever before. Because now is the time. This is the the sign of the end times. Love. Wow. This is the sign of the times. This whole world is going to shit. And the new kingdom is being reborn. And prophets, you will. You will reign with Christ for a thousand years. You, your, your generations after you, your, the, your entire bloodline would be blessed for the work you have done on behalf of the Most High on Earth, helping to really ground the fifth dimensional Earth, this new Earth of, of a brand new frequency to create brand new people of God bodies to be reborn again, to resurrect with the Holy Spirit in each and every one of us. We are all on a divine mission and it's not gonna be easy. 
because evil is going to fight fight for souls fight for people who are still lost and, and cannot be found or at least they think they cannot they think they can't stop lying they think they can't stop cheating because they're under influence demonic influence they think they'll get away with hurting others that is demonic influence so we have to be real what are we doing are we going to do our part or are we going to be bystanders in the crumbling of society? Because if you're a prophet, then you're not allowed to be a fucking bystander. You gotta say what you gotta say. You gotta call people out. You have to call institutions out, the government out, world leaders out. You have to call it out, bring it to the light. You don't know these things just for fun, just to be that cool friend that knows mad secret shit. No. What are you going to do with that information? Start bringing it out, sharing it, exposing these corrupt politics and corrupt government officials, exposing them. Profits is a big topic. And I've literally glossed over a little tiny bit but I will continue to talk about profits because this is major and many profits are awakening on a day-to-day basis to do their work to bring the glory of Jesus Christ here on earth to save as many souls as we can even the ones who think that they can't be they can and they and they need you to rise to the occasion to be the example the same way that Christ was the example for each and every one of us so that has been the prophets and until next time